Hey, everybody. Welcome to The Art of Noticing. I'm your host, best-selling author Johnny B. Truant, and I'm here to help you give the muse the finger and make life your muse instead. In each 10-minute episode, I'll tell you how I spun something mundane into inspiration and show you how to do the same. If you've ever wondered how to write better, how to be creative, how to get more ideas, you're in the right place. Let's start noticing. All right, truth time. I cheated a little bit on this one. So the idea of the art of noticing is to give you something that I noticed recently, that I noticed today, or that I learned today, something that has gone um, under the radar and instead uh, kind of popped up and, and became something that I've trained my mind to see that I can then use as creative fuel. In truth, this is something that I remember reading quite a while ago. But rather than revisiting it, it's not like I revisited this this idea and, and it, it brought it back to the fore, but rather, um, well, I want to just tell you what it is. So in Stephen King's book on writing, it's a memoir. It's nonfiction. It is unsurprisingly on writing. And King talks about, uh, he's talking about the, the time when he was really struggling with uh, alcoholism and drug addiction. It has been a constant theme throughout his life, apparently, uh, right down to his stories. So uh, The Shining is, uh, and he says this in, in On Writing too, The Shining is about an alcoholic writer struggling with his inner demons. And King says that he didn't even realize that he was uh, he was that writer, which is really pretty funny because he pretty clearly is that writer. So the number of times that, oh, and by the way, side note, in Dr. Sleep, in my opinion, he takes that to an obnoxious extreme. And uh, suddenly, um, Danny Torrance, Jack Torrance's uh, son, who Jack is the protagonist in The Shining, uh, is always going to AA meetings. And while I think that's a great program and, um, you know, bless everybody involved, I, I don't particularly care to read about it. It's just I didn't find it interesting. But anyway, so one of the things that he mentions is he would be working kind of on autopilot and um, writing with, you know, he, he describes having... Uh, uh, tissue shoved up his nose to staunch the bleeding from snorting Coke and um, just raiding the fridge with enormous amounts of alcohol. And his uh, when, he, when he would try to stop, then his wife started asking, asking him if he was drinking the uh, mouthwash, which had an alcohol content. And he said, oh, of course, not. I wouldn't drink the Listerine because he said he was tongue in cheek. He was drinking the scope um, because it had a minty taste. Anyway, in all of this, one of the things he says is that he doesn't remember writing Cujo entirely. There are large sections of some books that he doesn't remember writing, but he doesn't remember writing Cujo at all. So this is the way that I came across it is that I started reading Cujo. I'd never read it before, but it reminded me of the fact that King is working like this is a book that he managed to write without really knowing that he wrote it. I'm sure at the time he knew it, but it was like retroactive erasing and he didn't remember it after the fact. And he, he says that with lament, like, man, I really wish I remembered it because I like that book. I would have loved to have discovered it along the way. And because that's the way it works for, I mean, King describes this. And in my experience as a storyteller, it's a hundred percent true. You don't always know where a story is going to go. You know the seed. You probably know some plot points that you want to hit. You kind of have a general direction in mind. But the twists and turns, at least for me, come out of the blue. Another metaphor that King uses, if I could, if I could kind of expand upon this little bit of King love before I really delve in and give you the whole point here, is that King compares 
uh, writing a story, not to creating it, but to discovering it. And he uses this metaphor of um, something that's buried in the ground, like an artifact, and you have to excavate it. It's the writer's job to excavate that very carefully, to pull it out and see what's there. But the idea is that it is already there. It is something that you are uncovering, not creating. So with all of this and with my remembering that he didn't write Cujo, I'm sitting here and I'm reading Cujo and I just have in my head that King does not remember this at all because he is so whacked out of his mind on drugs. And that's very much King's point in on writing. But from my standpoint, it was just this furthering of the idea that the stories come from somewhere else because how was he able to coherently write something that he was out of his mind and creating? And we see this all the time. Um, there are large chunks, by the way, I don't remember my stories either now, not in the same way. So I, I, I mean, this is, this is a difference because it's like, he doesn't remember that book at all. And it, it was like in this drug haze for me, it's a little bit more like, I don't remember the nuance because Number one, because I write so much. I mean, I've written something like 120 books that are out there under various pen names, mostly under Johnny B. Truant. And I think they're pretty good. I mean, they're not meant to be like this pulp sort of thing, but the faster that I write, if I have a day where I'm able to write very fast, the more fluid it is and the more interesting it is. And to me, that feels a little bit like King being able to write in a drugged out haze because in his case and in my case, which does not involve drugs, it's this letting the subconscious take the steering wheel. And I have this phenomenon. I don't know if it's like this for other creators, but when characters are talking, dialogue is something that I love doing, especially arguments. I love it when characters are arguing. And when that happens, I don't get the feeling that I'm writing things for them. I'm not giving them lines. Instead, it's like I'm standing in the corner of this room that I have painted for them. I've given them a space and I'm just listening to what they say. And similarly, if there's an action scene or something, I'm watching what has happened. That is the phenomenon that that happens most often is that I observe what is what is happening and I feel more like a stenographer. I feel more like I'm not directing the action. I'm just sitting back and, and describing what I see. And if character walks into a room and I'm sometimes I don't expect characters, characters or their actions sometimes happen out of the blue. And I describe what happens. And sometimes I'm really surprised. I'm like, wow, I did not see that coming. And sometimes my my top level mind, my conscious mind will get in the way and it'll go, not in the way, but it will be there. It will be present and it will observe and it'll go, oh, okay, that's happening. That's interesting. And it has this meta awareness that that is interesting. And that boy, isn't that surprising that this occurred. And then a meta meta awareness where I go, isn't it weird that I'm noticing that something occurred, but this is all to say that I'm very aware of this phenomenon. I'm fascinated by it. And the writing fast thing is all about flow because I get out of my own way. And so in my mind, this is all a real it's a sales job for us being conduits as creators. Rather than thinking of yourself as a creator, think of yourself as a conduit, almost like a medium, almost like you know one of those people who like goes into a trance and spirits speak through them or something like that. And if you think that way, and if you can find the right flow, and if you can get out of your own way, and yes, I know this is easier said than done, especially if you've struggled in the past, but once you find that rhythm, because I feel like I've I have that rhythm. I put in my 10,000 hours with writing. And 
because I have that rhythm, I'm able to get into that state. And when I get into that state, it's like, like I said, my conscious mind steps out of the way and it's really the, the subconscious that's in control. And I think that if you allow yourself to delve into that subconscious realm, if you allow that part of you to steer, that's where the really good stuff is. That's where the stuff that's not overly critical because of something, you know, you're afraid somebody's going to read something you write or something in the zeitgeist is against what you're trying to write. And so you're like, oh, I can't say that right now. That's where the real stuff is. That's like our real selves that that's the creative wellspring. And, you know, the way that I do this just as a practical exercise, I talk out loud to myself. I walk around my neighborhood talking out loud to myself. Um, thank God the Bluetooth headsets were created because people just assume I'm on a phone call, but that's the way I work things out because that's me talking to me. I'll also write dialogues with myself, like complete with quote marks where there's two halves of me and I'm working something out. And the most amazing things come out of that. You know, I just, I write a line and then I write another line and I kind of see where that's happening as I'm having this dialogue with myself. It sounds crazy, but as creators, folks, we are a little crazy by society's definition. So I would say embrace your inner crazy. Don't become a drug addict, but let the subconscious take the, the uh, helm and wait and see what happens. All right, that's it for today. If you'd like more, there's a full article about every episode on my website at johnnybtruant.com as well as show notes and transcripts. If you find value in what I do, please consider becoming a member of the site. Just click on membership at the top. Members get extra weekly episodes of the podcast, extra companion articles, my current in-progress book if you're into that sort of thing, and more, all for just a few bucks a month. It's basically like buying me a cup of coffee. If membership isn't for you, please show your support by subscribing, sharing, reviewing, all that good stuff. It really does make a difference. Thanks for listening and stay curious.